0: apartments.com knows that we have been doing everything from home lately working from home exercising from home schooling from home breakfast lunch and dinnering from home you might be wishing that you were anywhere else on the planeting from home while none of this is new for the guy who's been coming to you live from his apartment with all that extra time that you've had inside your home you might have gained a newfound appreciation for making sure that your place is right that's where apartments.com comes in apartments has the most rental listings across apartments, houses, townhomes and condos as well as powerful search tools so it's easy to find that special somewhere that offers exactly what you need and thanks to its 3D virtual tours, you can now explore your potential new place from anywhere and that includes such exotic locales as your boudoir, your walk-in pantry, your alfresco dining area, even your guest powder room if you're feeling adventurous, just about anywhere with an internet connection so let your fingers enjoy a stroll across the nearest keyboard and visit apartments.com to start your rental search today apartments.com the most popular place to find a place
1: hello everybody what's going on please and Lee back here to talk all about 90 day fiance back at it again. Episode 6 of Happily Ever After. Another hit. They're going hit for hit with us, and I'm not complaining. Welcome to the 90 Day Fiancé Rahap up here. Very excited to talk to you. Now, let's be honest. For a second, you're like, wow, Rob's doing a dead on impression of Puya." No, I'm doing a dead on impression of Rob. Rob is currently on the move. He is relocating to his new place, and while he's doing that, he gave me the keys back to the Hot Mess Express, and I'm here to take it over once more. Now, I couldn't do this on my own. And when Rob has an amazing co-host in the form of Mr. 90 Day, I've got to make sure I bring someone who can maybe maintain that kind of energy, maybe have that level of knowledge. So without any further ado, here's Mrs. 90 Day. It's Liana Boris. Liana, how are you doing today?
2: (laughs) How dare you? It's Dr. 90 Day. I believe. Well I believe my uh, my PhD also applies, of course, to uh, to ninety day expertise as well. well thank you for having me, Puya. Of course, I'm always happy to jump on and talk about ninety day fiance with you. Normally, it's a little bit more informal, making fun of uh, some of these people. But here we are today, about to record it and send it off to everybody else. So hopefully, uh, hopefully, we we'll keep things together while Rob is out of town. <laughs>
1: It's hard not to with the 90 day franchise. I feel like even our messy podcast would be a professional one in the event of talking about this show because the show itself is very, very messy. Now, the floor is open to you. Is there a specific couple you would like to start with first?
2: Okay, well, first of all, I just want to give my overall thoughts on the season thus far because mm-hmm. I know that there's a number of couples that uh, that we just saw on 90 Day, and then there's also the whole thing with Rob, you know, seeing a lot of these couples for the first time, which I think is really fun to get his thoughts and his fresh thoughts having not gone on all of these journeys with them. Uh, but for me, it's been, it's been good. I've been having a really great time, but I, I feel like sometimes I almost have have the exact opposite opinion of Rob on a lot of things and I'm really curious to see how that manifests here as we go through each of these couples
1: all right well since I know what Rob's feelings have been and I know what your feelings pretty much are um, having talked about this show with you for many years I will I will decide where we go first I will open the floor with let's talk about tiffany and ronald yes. okay good
2: i was going to make you talk about them anyway <laughs> if you try I to go it. somewhere else <laughs> that's. i think that's been that's been the biggest one because i mean i totally understandably why rob wouldn't really care about them right and would be like oh, mm-hmm. whatever this is just get over it who cares move on I just have such a strong investment in them from their original season, and especially with um, Tiffany going over there and what's the son's name? The kid's name? Daniel. Daniel, and Daniel being so cute. Yeah, Africa's so random. There's so many great quotes from their original season, and I just, I'm rooting for them so bad, and I'm just, I'm nervous <laughs> for them, ultimately. I know they get a little bit of good news here with the, at least the first part of the paperwork being approved, but that's still before the interview phase. And that could be a completely different story. It's nice getting to know them a little bit more and getting to learn about Tiffany's relationship with her father and all of that. So I'm very much here for this couple.
1: Yeah. I I wanted to say like, you can, you can, you know, celebrate the little wins we get here before you think about, Oh, well, it's going to be so hard down. Like, They got his visa approved right out the gate. First thing we get, his visa has been approved. And like they say, that moves him into the interview portion, which let's be honest, folks, the interview portion is very much scarier, more scary because the unknown isn't great of not knowing what your result is. But once the result happens, it becomes more real, which is great. But then also more real includes there's (laughs) It's not done, done. And that is a scary place to be. But. She gets the news that his visa is approved, and that's already in its own right a great, great start.
2: Yeah. okay. just to be 100 percent clear on exactly what's going on here. So the way that these visas work is typically in two phases. So you have this initial phase that goes to the USCIS or the United States Immigration Services, and they're looking to see whether or not this relationship is real. So they're trying to evaluate, okay, they are married, they have kids. All of these things are good, but there's less emphasis, I think, that's placed on the criminal recordness of it all. I think that is then when they go to the next phase which is at the National Visa Center. That's where the they actually are going to be the ones to determine whether or not he gets the visa. Cuz that's what happened with you. Like you got your 129 approved that said, "Okay, these two people are in a legit relationship." But then when you got denied your visa because of the whole Trump travel ban of it all that right was like a completely separate issue you weren't denied in that initial state you were denied at that later state and so that's just what makes me nervous for them is then it, there could be something that comes up but at least in the next time on the lawyer seems I would say actually relatively optimistic by giving them a 50 50 shot <laughs> and so anyway I mean that's obviously the whole technical side of it which is just interesting to me I'm sure no one else really cares um, but I think like the most exciting part is that they're able to celebrate together and it feels like Tiffany and Ronald are in a really great place when they had that conversation when she told him that the, 130, uh, the I-130 got approved
1: I mean it's not it's not a, a hot, tall order to pass with them because so far they've not been great together at all so this little bit of goodness did come off as v- they're very very good like they're, they're more good than they've ever been in right, that little yeah. interaction when she breaks the news to him, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I don't understand is Ronald being like, I'm worried they're going to judge me about my past. Like, bruh, It's literally what they're going to do is examine every element of your life prior mm-hmm. to this to decide if you're cool to clear the landing and come over. With me, I can tell you this. They ask you about everything. They want to know everything. No one, Liana's never been as interested to know this much about me no one in my life has wanted to know this much about me so they really get into the nitty-gritty of everything with this uh process
2: mm-hmm. yeah and then at this stage this is where you also need to have the co-sponsor so then that's also what they talk about right because it's like okay well i don't meet the minimum income requirements so she was gonna have to get her dad as the co-sponsor which i completely forgot that her dad was at the wedding i forgot her dad was in the picture at all and so that was kind of nice to hear this backstory
1: Yeah the the thing with not having met some of these couples in a while and some I mean only Tiffany and Ronald means that I forgot everything about them outside of you know the greatest (laughs) hits in my head of okay they went to South Africa he does say Africa so random Ronald says something (laughs) along the lines of something something my boy like I remember those moments
2: (laughs) The one who's like, ah, are you familiar with human trafficking, my boy, or something like? Oh that. Oh my God, it was, it
1: really- was
2: that. Yes, <laughs> <Like> maybe, <laughs> that- maybe not the eti- the time, Ronald. He's a child. Let's not talk yeah.
1: about that. Um, so I forget because they keep shoving the same eight couples down our throat for two years at a time. So mm-hmm. definitely did forget about the dad as well. Um, I thought so. Obviously they wanted you to think going into this d- lunch that this was going to be a problem with the dad. This was not going to work out with the dad. He wasn't going to be mm-hmm. okay to just co-sponsor. Um, but before that happens, we go to um, Tiffany and her mom are hanging out.
2: Um, first of all, we have to mention the sweet dab that Ronald got in when he got up We don't have
1: to. Uh, I was trying to move on from that. that dab.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm doing it. If are you, you dabbing talk. right now? Yeah. Uh, just hit a sweet one. Cool, I'm cool. (laughs) Anyway, so the mom.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Go on. Tell me about Uh, the
2: mom. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Uh, So I like the fact that the mom. uh, You know, obviously, we don't have a super clear understanding of Tiffany's mother and father's relationship. But obviously the dad left when she was very young, not really in her life. So they clearly don't have the strongest relationship. <laughs> but the mom's like, just don't tell him. Just it's fine. Just don't tell him.
1: Yeah. The mom also does not harbor great feelings and sentiments towards Ronald whatsoever.
2: Hmm. I mean, I think the thing is, is that the mom has been there through all of the ups and downs. Because didn't Ronald relapse or something? Yes, it wasn't as bad as when he stole the stuff from the his mom, Ronald's mom. But I think he definitely had a relapse. I think they talked about that at the beginning of the season, and so I'm sure that that puts Tiffany through a lot. And then, therefore, because the mom is around to see when Tiffany is at her lowest lows because of Ronald, that's obvious. That's not going to build a good relationship between the mom and Ronald.
1: Yeah, no, it's not going to have any any good parts about it. But now here we go. Um, Tiffany goes to her dad and John. I love that at the beginning of the episode she was like well my dad's the only choice for this my mom is not going to do this and then we get this interaction which further proves that so I thought the exchange with the dad was lovely top to bottom it was very good I loved this I love the support that her dad was giving so that was great mm-hmm. um, and then she decides to open up the honesty gates anyways and be a little honest about what's been happening which I thought was good That was fine
2: I definitely thought that that was the right call I mean, he, he's, you know, he's gone to rehab, he's he's got a job now, he's doing what he's got to do, but I still think that that could be because also it's part of the whole process. So I am happy that she was honest and open about Ronald's past.
1: I think it was needed to to feel for her to feel okay about taking the co sponsorship, taking like that. Putting that responsibility on her dad. She needed her dad to know the full story. And I think it works out better in the long run that that was out in the open.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm happy we didn't have to get a co-sponsor <laughs> for us.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like that would have made things a little bit more complicated in a way we didn't need to. I, wonder if, my to w-
2: I wonder if my parents would have agreed. I wonder oh, if who I've asked. Should I have asked my mom or asked my dad?
1: Um well your mom, mom at that point would have known me more, right? Your dad yeah. got to yeah, know probably... me a little bit later. So I would say your yeah. mom.
2: Yeah, or Peter. My mom would force Peter into mm-hmm. doing it. My stepdad. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah. Quite I cool. mean like I'm listen, I'm nice, I'm charming. Um,
2: <laughs> Not even no criminal record that I know of.
1: <laughs> no, no criminal record period. I'll have you know. Um Oh, okay. Don't even joke. Your boy's cleaner than Mr. Clean. <laughs> mm shiny I, uh, let's move on so <laughs> the next time on like you've alluded to is the um the lawyer meeting up with ronald via video and then realizing ronald's not taking this seriously if i would say now it's a 50 50 success rate low key Did- that's not i'll take those odds that's a, that's a one in <laughs> for him odd.
2: for him yeah that's 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 great I love that. I love that for him. If it's 50 50 (laughs) shot for Ronald, I couldn't quite tell from the next time on. Was he just joking around? Is that the whole thing where he wasn't taking it seriously?
1: Yeah, it seemed like he's not joking around, but it seemed like if um, we're practicing question, like ask me a question as an immigration officer right now.
2: You want me to do that? Yeah. Okay. um, And where what was your place of employment?
1: Eh, I worked a little bit here, a little bit there.
2: Yeah. That's a bad answer.
1: Exactly. It's like he's doing that where it's like, oh, what did you do for a living? Oh, I dabbled. Like, no, you have to tell them what you did. And you have to be specific. Not like, okay, I worked at 47 Privet Drive. No, don't do that. But be like, yeah, I worked at the Dudleys. That's what what they
2: wanted. They wanted the details. Did they? They never asked Kettleman's address, though, I guess.
1: No. Yeah. Nice name. Name the place. Great.
2: Sorry. Did I out you?
1: No, people know I worked at a bagel place. Um, yeah. No, they never asked for the address or anything. That's the thing. They're like, oh, you worked here? What did you work as? How long did you work as? That's kind of yeah, it. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. But the point here being that Ronald was yada yadaing the interview or the, like, the lawyer's time and this session, which is not great.
2: Oh, man. I know. Uh, I just... Uh, get it together, Ronald. I need you to support <laughs> Tiffany and your children. Uh. <laughs> Stupid, stupid Ronald. Ronald, stupid Ronald, right. and okay. The other things about Tiffany, just in case Rob goes back and listens to this. Okay, Tiffany always would point out. I don't know if you know, but Ronald has a gambling addiction. Okay, yeah. Ronald has a gambling addiction. That's she mentions it over and over. And her her shirts rarely have the shoulders covered. There's always cutouts for her shoulders, and that's a necess- It's necessary for some reason for me to point out. Also, her makeup is flawless, and I love her, but also I hate her. It's complicated.
1: Sounds like it.
2: Ugh, I just right. want them to succeed so badly and I need them to they just need to I, I need to get them into therapy. I can we come. sponsor can we sponsor them? <laughs> I'll be no the can we not
1: sponsor anybody. How about that? How about we don't do that? Fine. Fine. Um, All right. Who do you want to talk but, about next? No, no, that's my job. I ask you who you want to talk about next.
2: Okay, Flip well, I want to talk about me. Brandon and Julia because there was pretty much nothing from them
1: they I think they would be eating the nothing burger of the episode as well based on the thickness of my notes, um yeah,
2: I've got three lines essentially, it was just well, the follow up from last week
1: well i Loki like them and Kalani and Asuelu were the ones yeah. here um, that mm-hmm. were like, but yeah, so it was the follow up to next week, liana, and this is we find out they've gone the longest not talking to each other since they've met, and it was about <laughs> approximately eighteen hours, so since the night prior, once Julia leaves the establishment that I believe to be a brewery, mm-hmm. um, she goes home, she sleeps. Brandon comes home, sleeps, then goes to work, then comes home to talk to her. What is your? Can I get your take on the entire brewery exchange of twenty twenty one here?
2: Uh, I mean, so you know, they, and they sh- they reminded us, thank you, Ninety Day Fiance. Of course, the questions that the friend was asking. It's clearly none of these people have seen Big Brother a survivor. That, like, if Mm. you want real information, that's not how you approach somebody. Okay. To just be like, well, I hear that women move to the United States and capture American men, blah, 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 whatever. That's not going (laughs) to get, that's not going to give you want. Okay. You're just going to push the person away. You got to like reel them in with kindness and then extract that info when they feel comfortable with you. Get her to admit the master plan later. What was the friend's name?
1: Uh, Melanie
2: Melanie yeah come on Melanie watch a season of Survivor for crying out loud any who's so understandably Julia would be on her toes because that's an uncomfortable situation to be in however I do feel like Julia completely overreacted with the whole jealousy thing of it all because yeah it, I could I could see why she would feel a little sensitive about the whole situation but it was just a complete overreaction and I can't believe it was 18 hours that's a long time we That's would long, never th- we we would never have gone that long not speaking because you would barge into the bedroom and be like talk to me you'd force me to talk to you.
1: <laughs> wow, that sounds like horrible. You have to deal with <laughs> me. You have to talk to me. Oh, uh, what we a brutal ta- punishment! <laughs>
2: we to talk about our feelings. Ugh,
1: garbage. yeah, I can't. So yeah, to give context to that because I think it's necessary. I don't like you know I'm I'm definitely a subscriber to don't go to bed angry or upset. So, I would try and nip it in the butt as quickly as possible, and just phrase it like that implies that it's not a big deal. No no, no, sometimes they are a big deal, but i I think it's important to do the communication. Liana, however, operates more under just give me the time, and i'll be fine okay.
2: it's like, okay. let 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 me let Okay. now, <laughs> now let me explain. Sometimes when emotions are heightened, it can be counterproductive to have a conversation when you're in that headspace. Therefore I would like a little bit of time to get into a more productive headspace in order to have mm-hmm. a conversation. So for example, mm-hmm. if I was Julia, I would take the time to calm down about my whole jealousy thing and to, to assess my emotions. And then he as brand- Oh God, I hate this analogy. And then we Yo, could talk you-
1: yeah. so when I move and into then- this
2: spare bedroom. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And then I would I would tuck my shirt into my pants. I would get in my car. I would come home and I would talk to you before I go to bed, a.k.a. play video games in bed,
2: quietly in the dark. And I would feed the chickens and then get in the hot tub, obviously naked because it's a therapy hot tub.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, And then in the morning, I would I would crush it up my job by killing insects. Yay.
2: (laughs) Yay. So fun.
1: Yeah, I I hate that you made made us them but it's fine we can live we'll live I mean you
2: are the nipple king he knows you now
1: he he, what does that have to do he knows me but I'm not him and he is not me (laughs) yeah I don't know okay
2: it's a thing well
1: it's it's a thing so they basically they talk it out and I say they talk it out but basically Brandon says Julia sees things and she has this jealousy streak um, that is not great And Brandon also implies, well, I'm not going to have any friends soon if this keeps happening. And she says, well, you have me. That's it. You're good. And he says he needs more than one person. People need more than one person in their lives. She says, for what? Now. Tell me here, which whose side are you on in this?
2: Neither can I pick neither? Is that is that an option? I mean, I'm probably ultimately on. Oh, wait, in terms of who you need, like if you need multiple people, is that what you're asking me?
1: Basically, what I'm trying to ask you is based on this exchange, whose school of thought do you subscribe to?
2: Oh, Brandon's. Absolutely. I think that that's actually I I read an article about this once that was maybe it was a podcast. I don't know. I don't remember. But anyway, it was about this whole concept of when you get in a relationship, you sometimes have a tendency to use that person for all of your other relationships Mm -hmm. and you neglect your other relationships. But not necess- that's not necessarily going to be the case for everybody, right? You might need friends outside of that or support with other members of your family. And I think... some people, I think different people handle things differently, but I definitely subscribe to Brandon's school of thought, right? I don't, like, I need my work friends. I like having my work friends, because there's things I just can't talk about with you. Not that you don't care, wouldn't be understanding or empathetic, but it would just take a lot of backstory to explain a bunch of science stuff to you, you know? Mm
1: -hmm. I mean, I wouldn't get it. I think ultimately I wouldn't get, like, your work stuff, I get it on the surface. I'm like, oh, that thing, that experiment worked. Amazing. Love that for you. That's awesome. I'm glad you're doing well. But then I wouldn't know the final deal of like, yeah, so the the micro RNA facility (laughs) dished me out a plate of cells and I had to like defoot them. And now they don't have feet. And then I got to like put it under a microscope and examine it. But then, oh, I got to like go into this freezer that's minus 40 degrees to to grab some other cells and then put these cells away. And then I got to feed the fish using the little beaker. Like, it's a lot. It's a lot (laughs) that I'm not going to get.
2: That's pretty close. What? I'm proud of you.
1: Oh, thank. You. I mean, you. I, I should hope I picked you, up a couple of things.
2: You, you've picked up specific terminology. I loved it when we were at we had Joey's, and then we were talking about the confocal microscope, and you were like, "Yeah, that confocal microscope."
0: Yeah, that, that dark room,
1: huh? Yeah. I mean, I listen. I know that the cytoplasm is the powerhouse of the cell. Okay, I learned my things. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, it's the mitochondria
1: I know I know that was the okay. joke on, oh my
2: god on. did I tell you that our walk-in 4 degree freezer had this like burning smell in it and we had to take we had to like completely empty out the whole thing so the fire marshal could come it was a whole thing
1: oh was it like a freezer burn
2: <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Shh. ding hit the ding, ding ding <laughs> ding thank you <laughs>
1: it's fun to have a bell at your disposal
2: is that just a soundboard bell? It's like, where'd you get no, a bell?
1: No. Upset me one. Yeah.
2: No, he didn't.
1: I'm yeah, gonna Rob come in the other room me and one look. For this. Come look.
2: Okay, I'm coming.
1: That's fine. Yeah, there's no there's no bell here. She's gonna scream that there's no bell.
2: <laughs> you a bell?
1: I it's right here. Oh shut up. I told you. Trouble now? No, I'm not. It's it's funny, I and mean, we have fun in this house. It's a fun house. No, I can oh, hear you. Right? I just realized you yeah, We have the same one. That phone's on. Okay, we're look. We're lo-
2: we're losing the thread here. Okay, back to nineteen. We're
1: days. not we're not losing the thread. We're not losing the thread. So so yeah. To me, I think that the Brandon and Julia argument of having you need just one person. I would argue that when I first moved here, I didn't know anyone. I didn't have a lot of stuff going on. You became my one person for everything, and. I recognized how tough that was on you in retrospect. And I recognize now how that it doesn't work. Like you mm-hmm. need more places in your life. You need more layers to your life. Um, like your person is your person, is your number one on pow- the power ranking, but you need to fill out the top ten, the top fifteen to have a power ranking in the first place. So yeah.
2: we're going uh we're going MySpace, top top eight. Uh, avengers got to fill out that squad
1: you don't know about the avengers
2: <laughs> i don't i really
1: don't <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that make it appreciate sense though. it did but then you said squad and i was like well the squat. avengers squatting up like
2: it's <laughs> not a thing. no that's what they that's what the kids say squat up
1: you dabbed NSET Squad up on this podcast. I don't know who needs a time machine more. You to go back to 2016 where you belong or Brandon and Julia to go back to when they first met and not do this.
2: Mm. It makes more sense as we learn more about Julia why they're together. And I, I sometimes oh, yeah. feel that that can typically be the case is that you, as you learn about more of their character flaws, their relationship starts to make more and more sense. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you see the you see the thread, the matchy because like it's very clear that Brandon devoted his everything to her for Mm -hmm. the whole time they were together. But then now that they're in the same space, he has things he wants to do that she's not involved in and she doesn't like that. So,
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. yeah, I mean, and and I'm glad Brandon does recognize that some of Melanie's questions went too far. I'm glad that he says that. Yeah. Um, well, what I don't like is Julia says whether I'm right or wrong Brandon should always take my side that I don't subscribe to I do in a public setting though what does that mean I'll tell you what that means I will always take your side in front of other people but then we can have oh. a conversation if I believe you were wrong
2: that's good to know
1: Yeah. I mean so I'm, within I'm reason say, oh. within reason yeah you can't be, like, be
2: saying oh well, yeah remember we like, agree you, you agreed that we would go visit my mom remember you agreed to that well, uh, I you'd would be like yes, honey. Yeah.
1: No, that is not a thing, Liana. You're being ridiculous. I, would, I have no problem with that.
2: <laughs> okay, I'm just learning some techniques.
1: <clears throat> There's no techniques to learn. Okay. Yeah, no one, I know. Um, their next time on is they're getting a letter from the this government. This is their
2: approval. This is this yeah. is the green card. This is the yeah. green card. That's exactly the envelope that yours came in. So mm-hmm. nice try. Congratulations. Uh, cliffhanger editing.
1: Yeah, basically, everyone needs to know they do not give you a yes or no in the room. They tell you the same thing of, yeah, it's looking good. Just go home and you'll expect to hear from us in two weeks. Like, that's what they say. Um, I I feel like we were lucky in that we felt very confident leaving the room because we were given that confidence based on some of the conversation.
2: Yeah, I mean, everybody's experience is different because you are interacting with with a a woman from the U.S.A.S. or or a person from the U.S.A.S. right. So mm-hmm. you like every person is going to be different that you interact with each officer. They one officer may say, all right, you'll hear from us in two weeks. Uh, the woman that we had, for example, said, all right, you'll hear from us in two weeks, but everything looks good. I just need a signature for my supervisor. Right. So exactly. uh, that's why with them, the whole, oh, we didn't get approved. Like, nah, it's not nah, not quite that. No, uh, don't fine. worry. You it's get in your green. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Speaking of where would you like to go next?
2: Okay, let's just knock out Kalani and Asuelu as well. Because they also right. didn't have a whole lot going for them. First of all, can we talk about the fact that their the lawyer's name is Tyler T. Todd?
1: Mm, I did not recognize that. That's a Tyler lot of tea.
2: T. <laughs> 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 ah, yes. Tyler T. Todd, Esquire. <laughs> you should. You should just just drop the middle initial, bro. Like just go by Tyler Todd. Even that is a mouthful, but it's better than Tyler T Todd. <laughs> Tyler T Todd. That Tyler like Toddie Todd Chaw, Pussy <laughs> No, Tyler Toddie Todd. <laughs> Tyler Todd. Oh, uh, anyway, that was hilarious.
1: Okay. What else?
2: <laughs> oh, okay. That was the most <laughs> important thing in terms of it. No, that's, that was really all it was. I'm sorry. How can anybody focus on anything outside of Tyler T. Todd? Uh, okay. So then, you know, we get another speaking of the affidavit of support conversation that Tiffany had. Mm-hmm. We also have one here, except now it's obviously further down the line given that Kalani is considering divorcing Aswalu. And that whole Trump changing the law for the lifetime. Now it's like a lifetime of support that's been repealed. So if Lowe is considering that now, don't, don't worry, it's only 10 years.
1: Super outdated. Yeah. So what happened with us with regards to this is during the summer last year, we found out, Oh, this is a new form we have to fill up. It was complicated. It was not great. It was the most stressful one of the forms to fill out. And then at my interview, many months later, we were told, well, this doesn't matter anymore, so we're gonna move on from this form. This is mm-hmm. not gonna count. I was like, okay. Right. So yeah, and it is yeah. removed.
2: Well, and well, so that was it. So it was all part of the same like the same executive action, I think. But Biden yes. essentially just reversed that. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, this was an interesting conversation because I kind of I weirdly felt like the dad hired the lawyer to try to advocate to keep them together because the the lawyer I felt like had an agenda Tyler Tyler T. Todd had an agenda to keep them together
1: yeah he literally um, was not trying to spill the tea he was trying to maintain all the teas as is evident by his name um, and maintain them to keep them together I felt that way too you know I kind of felt that way as well Um, I mean I think that the biggest part of this story becomes the whole affidavit of support and that he can. He's responsible for Asuelu unless he's deported, a citizen, or dies, which is very brutal to think about. <laughs> these three as the only options. Like, there's one good option here. The other two are not great.
2: Well, I, re- I remember when I was signing off on my student loans, and it was like, all right, so you know you're gonna have to pay these back unless you die. That's <laughs> oh, okay. So that's yeah. good.
1: <laughs> and like, it's funny to me because. They're saying, okay, now it's a lifetime of support, and you're supposed to be, you know, wanting them to be together. But like, if you're truly blindsided the way Lowe is here, mm-hmm. then you are not banking on them being a citizen, because the citizen means you have to pay forever. Um, which is, oh no, citizen means they no, stop. Once, you know what? Never yeah, mind. yeah, yeah, yeah. Once, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if,
2: once he becomes a citizen, then then the affidavit of support is no longer in play. <laughs> so
1: this is where this is where Lowe's like, listen,
2: let's, let's just let's get, get him, him
1: a. <laughs> Like, he'll Just be a citizen.
2: Wait till he can do his naturalization. Come on.
1: Yeah. Well, I feel like to this point, though, let's be let's be real. Um, They like because we know that Kalani and Aswelu, up until this point have been leaning heavily on the family for, mm-hmm. you know, a place and all that stuff. So this is definitely something to me that I don't know. I didn't I guess what I'm trying to say is I didn't get much out of this this segment for them.
2: No, I mean it's the whole conversation—the will they, won't they—about the divorce, mm-hmm. and and clearly we get to see what the different players feel. I mean, Kalani's going through her options and seeing exactly what the ramifications would be if they if she was to go through with this. Which I, I like that from her of trying to fully understand the situation before she makes a decision. So I, I like that. Um, Tyler T. Todd is there Tyler to T. help. Todd.
1: So no one else noticed this, but you.
2: (laughs) That's what I saw in the lower third. I hope I'm not wrong. Poor Tyler T. Todd. If I got it wrong.
1: Well, I know his name was Tyler because I wrote she's here to see Tyler in my notes.
2: Tyler.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. All right. We'll be right back to talk more 90 Day Fiance with Puya and Liana. It's Rob here and I'm doing my best to try to not make it sound like I'm in a completely empty podcast studio, but I am. And I'm here to tell you this podcast is sponsored by our friends over at BetterHelp Online Therapy. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And all throughout June, Rob as a Podcast is proud to join the cause of destigmatizing therapy. If you're struggling with relationships or you're having difficulty sleeping or meeting your goals, if you're feeling anxious or stressed, BetterHelp counselors can listen and can help. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional. And you could start talking to that professional in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. The therapists, they have a broad range of expertise that may not be locally available in your area and their service is available for clients worldwide. Just log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor and you can schedule weekly video, phone, or even live chat sessions, whatever works for you. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating a great therapeutic match, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is even available. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Our listeners get 10% off their first month of online therapy at betterhelp.com slash RHAP. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash RHAP. Once again, let me get back to Puya and Liana. Thank you both so much for filling in for me while I'm making big moves. Enjoy the rest of the show.
1: Alright, mm. so then we could just move on from, from the Todd, T. Todd Tyler, and uh, go to the next couple here. May I suggest the next one? Would you be cool with that? Please. All right, so we have two options here, am I seeing this correctly? No, we have three. All right, let's go to Angela and Michael. Let's let's rip the band-aid off. I feel like I'm going to have feelings about all three remaining couples anyways. Let's talk about Angela and Michael. So All right. This is the most nothing burger couple in my opinion at the moment that somehow still gets a lot of footage. Like this did not need they did not need to be on my screen as much as they were, but can you tell me what your feelings have been towards Angela and to a lesser extent Michael since he's just not been on the screen all that much?
2: Yep, Tyler T. Todd, I just I just validated. Okay, sorry. All right, uh, Angela and Michael. So, or I should say Angela and Michael's tiny face on WhatsApp video call because that's exactly. really all we've been able to see, and I guess a few talking heads. He's gotten a few, a few, a few of those. I mean, the whole story has been Angela's surgery journey, which mm-hmm. does feel like it could also overlap with some other TLC show. Actually, you know what? Speaking of that, and I constantly feel it this way whenever they talk about her, her gastric sleeve procedure. Why was this not a crossover with Dr. Now or Dr. Mm-hmm. No, whatever the guy's name is from My 600 Pound Life? I mean, I get that his expertise is heavier people than maybe what she is, but still, come on. Right? Doesn't that just make sense? And then you go on Dr. Now's diet.
1: Why are you bringing Dr. Now into this?
2: Uh, Because it's the crossover and self-promotion that TLC should be doing. But that's fine. It brings us this bevy of attractive doctors that Angela gets to awkwardly hit on when we know that if Michael did anything close to that at all whatsoever, she would have his head for just like remember that time when there was that picture of Michael?
1: I think you nailed it, Liana. That's why. That's why. That is why. Oh. That is why. I like 'cause it it injects more drama into them, right? It it shows her hypocrisy more. Also, she takes LA, right? She gets to go to LA, Fred Jojo's there. And now there's all these new casts. And also, obviously, we know now Dr. Obang was also the person who um was the doctor who helped with the gorilla glue incident earlier this year right mm-hmm. um the, gl- the the gorilla glue mishap so like he is also a doctor under the public eye he was on a reality tv show so they That's already have right. doctor doctor now right well
2: and we get angela learning about la life when she goes to the <laughs> juice store cuz if she was in I, houston she would fit right in
1: this felt like Watching a Grand Theft Auto trailer with, like, oh yeah, this is based on LA. Look, look, we're there's this, there's a sign that says 100% organic and vegan. All right, so we're in LA now. Cool. I, how did you feel about seeing Angela try and change her lifestyle here?
2: Well, that's one of the biggest. Th- so. Uh, in my 600 pound life the people who succeed are the ones that genuinely make lifestyle changes because it's entirely possible to stretch your stomach back out after having surgery and Mm -hmm. i'm so happy that she's actually following the rules when it comes to not drinking soda although the smoking thing we can talk about i'm happy that you know i mean going through the whole thing with jojo there is useful because she can start to develop those habits but when Jojo left I was terrified that she was immediately going to go drink a coke
1: yeah because I think it's fairly evident with her that um, she is more of a if no one's looking it's not harming anyone mentality so Mm -hmm. it doesn't count unless you're there which is not great so
2: yeah well also the whole fact that she doesn't like water also might get in the way how is she? Uh, how is she alive? Do people not I mean, drink water?
1: Oh, Liana, there's a thousand percent people that never drink water. Thousand percent. Oh my! They just gosh. get their water from like you know other liquids and stuff that have a little bit of water in it. That works. I had a roommate who never drank water. Um, one of the uh, engineers actually. So you see, even the even the uh, the academically intelligent ones sometimes don't drink water. No, I mean, there's a lot of those that just don't. I mean, I don't understand it because to me, water doesn't taste like anything, so it doesn't matter. I also do not have an opinion on this water is better than that water. All water is water to me, and I drink all of it kind of thing. So, mm. um, well well, you know?
2: Florida. Their tap water wow. was, well, because the tap water, just uh, oh, no, I, not my yeah, jam. I,
1: speci- I specifically meant like I don't bottled water is bottled all oh, the same to me. I'm yeah. a
2: Fiji girl.
1: Oh, there Leana, people people in, yeah, in, I know. In, in the world do have these opinions.
2: Yeah, I know. That's what I said.
1: One of the biggest movie tropes for me as a youngin that I picked up on was oh, she likes Evian that means she's rich. Like, the movie's telling me she's rich. Oh, is that Evian a thing? Matters. Should we yes. get
2: some Evian water bottles that we can refill from the tap just to make us feel like we are bougie?
1: No, I'm a, I'm a humble guy. I'm not gonna do that.
2: Okay. Well, maybe we can get you some uh, some green drink that Angela oh, had. Oh,
1: God, yeah. The kale, chard, and bok choy, and no thanks. I'm good. But is this a thing? Is That was like. That was like a shot of vegetables.
2: That yes, that was definitely. I mean, that well, because the goal was to not have any sugar, and so I think, I think the natural sugar from fruit is fine,
0: but mm. you can't
2: have added sugar. I don't know. She was de virginizing her juices,
0: so
1: <laughs> I hated that.
0: I love <laughs> that. I froze because I. What did does not that like mean? That.
1: I don't it was it was just a thing for her to say to get her big laughs out of it,
2: Oh my gosh, the whole other thing where she said, "Oh, I don't have boobs anymore, I can't store anything. I have to put my I have to put everything in my little wheelie cart chair thing, and then she mm-hmm. walks in with a bunch of stuff in her boobs. Don't lie to me, Angela. <laughs> I saw the outline of your cigarette lighter in your bra.
1: Yeah, Angela. <laughs> come on now yeah. Angela. I mean I like it was her way of saying hey so the, the good thing about me using this walker is that I don't really need it I'm using it for storage purposes is really how I took it
2: I mean she always has a chair with her that's pretty convenient
1: yeah not a bad arrangement not a Ugh. bad arrangement so right. then she calls Michael and proceeds to smoke in front of Michael oh my and God. which I- I'm like that was dumb like you didn't need to do that
2: i mean she doesn't need to be smoking i can't oh my gosh i can't even that's so bad for you when you're especially when you're recovering from surgery it's just Uh gonna make the recovery period longer it's gonna be a lot harder and then i mean i want to say hide it from michael (laughs) but she just shouldn't be doing it in general oh my gosh did you notice the other thing is that in her phone michael's Contact information is is saved as my sexting Nigerian. Not the, even my uh, not even my sexy Nigerian. It's my sexting Nigerian.
0: Why <laughs>
2: did you have me saved in your phone as my sexting American?
0: <laughs> no,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I I'm had sexy. you
2: down Maybe.
1: as uh, your full name with two hearts. And you had my name down just my full name. No emojis.
2: Okay, first of all, I'm... I didn't realize you could put emojis in contact information. That's Come brand on. new information to me. I would put the little <laughs> hands-up emoji, the weird one that Chappelle doesn't like.
1: No, that's, that's the I hug emoji. I, that's what you'd put now? <laughs> you wouldn't put some kind of like, okay, emoji fine, of endearment? I'll,
2: <laughs> fine, I'll do it now.
1: I don't want your pity hearts. No, I don't mm. want. Them. <laughs> okay, so where where were we here? I'm like oh, losing the. Thread. Can we
2: talk? Can we talk about the facelift? Because in the next time mm. on, okay, first of all, this was incredibly refreshing because one, they talked about the price of the procedure, so money is actually being talked about. I liked that. That's going to be twenty five thousand dollars. And then the other thing is that the doctor was like, was actually saying, "Okay, are you smoking? I'm going to nicotine test you." I I did not know. This was a
1: thing. I love it. God,
2: finally, one of the doctors is actually being responsible.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I love it very much. I'm very, very happy with this situation. Mm -hmm. So, because like, it's not just her own health that's in danger. That if she's smoking and has a procedure done, they're also liable. So yes, exactly. I'm glad that they're going to work on it.
2: Oof! I think she's not going to end up getting it because. She's she's not going to be able to not smoke, and he's going to test her, and it's going to be positive, and he's not going to go forward with the procedure.
1: Hmm. Exactly. So we'll we'll get to watch that scene, which I'm very very excited about.
2: I'm super excited about, about that Ugh, yeah, you go, sand. doctor.
1: Good old doctor. Which doctor was it? The, this, I don't it know. Was the new doctor, right?
2: The gob the gobble What go- <laughs> the turkey gobble. <laughs> Oh, my what? gosh! And Angela, when she was talking about the double chin thing,
1: oh, yeah, it's Dr Sadat Um oh, okay <laughs> doctor gobble gobble the gobble
2: the more yeah. my gobble is gonna be loose
1: I don't yeah, I just wanna say this before we move on. I think it's still incredibly I feel the most uncomfortable when Angela is at a doctor's office hitting on the doctors. I, it's incredibly inappropriate, and I hate it very much because, oh, like yeah. you alluded to earlier, if the shoe was on the other foot, Michael would have been quadruple divorced at this point, and um, the hell would have come down on him. So, I don't appreciate it.
2: It is, yes, very uncomfortable, and extremely inappropriate.
1: 100 pundo percent. Now, Liana, you get to make the last pick because whatever you pick determines the order for the rest of this podcast. Do you want to go with Mike and Natalie or Ugh. do you want to go with Elizabeth and Andre? <laughs>
2: Let me go with Libby and Andre.
1: Nice. I, I, I like that you pronounced it the correct way, a.k.a. Elizabeth's way, because no one else says it that way. E-
2: even Andre doesn't even say it that yes. way.
1: Even Andre <laughs> doesn't say it like that so just being
2: pretentious for the sake of being pretentious which pretty much describes mm-hmm. that whole family
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> all right so take it away
2: well i guess we start with the whole yoga thing of it all which did you notice libby has those leggings from tiktok the tiktok leggings the ones that are supposed to make your butt look absolutely fantastic
1: i did not notice no
2: oh do you get those ads
1: I know which leggings you know, they are, but I wasn't looking so I didn't pick it okay. up. Okay,
2: yes, so noted, Libby, and I guess they've become. Oh, wait,
1: why is it noted? Why'd you say it like that?
2: <laughs> because it just it fits with her personality. She would be the one that would like see them online and then be like, "Ah, oh, I'm going to buy those. They're going to make my butt look great." Like they're just leggings. They 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 don't change anything. Whatever. <clears throat> So yeah, so then what's the which sister is this? Jen? Is this Jen or the other
1: one? I think it's Jen, not Becky. Okay.
2: Not Becky. And no, they're Jen. doing yoga together, just being Zen, talking about immigration. <laughs> Totally normal As one conversation. Does. Yeah. As one does. This that whole thing, that whole conversation with oh, you're lifting the conditions on your green card. That lawyer was that was scare tactics, bro. That I mean, come on. He's gonna be fine. They just need to provide the evidence and he'll be fine.
1: Yeah. I mean, let's let's, you know, they talk about that it's important that they have a shared income. Um, there's a couple ways. Obviously the working is important, getting a joint bank account helps. Um, and like you know, like they said, there is concern of him not having worked for two years. Yeah, but also they're not going to fall below the financial line that would be a cause for concern either. So they yeah. should be fine.
2: Yeah, yeah they're they're going to be fine. <laughs> yes. They if,
1: exactly. I just it's, it's not it's that so deep.
2: Weird. Yeah, it's not that deep. I mean, the benefit of providing the additional evidence is that you probably don't have to go in for an interview. Mm-hmm. Like if they don't provide enough evidence, they might have to go in for an interview, but. I mean, I'm sure they have the documentation. They have a kid together, blah, 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 whatever.
1: Mm -hmm. Now, I um, I read a post today on the Reddit, which was very much a lot of people who have gone through these immigration processes in the United States, airing their frustration with how the show dramatizes simple procedures just for the sake of TV. So obviously, the top one was, yeah, I mean, above everything, the way they phrase it where they have 90 days to decide if you're getting married isn't true because when you get here you have to pledge that you are getting married before that even happens so mm-hmm. that from that all the way to the affidavit of support all the way to like the letter coming in late oh my god what does that mean like they do this for the drama which is cool but since we've pulled the curtain back we've been through this process we don't have that <laughs> level of ooh what's going to happen we're like stop it stop the charade
2: Yeah, Look, I completely agree with you, but I think the counter-argument here is that we are competent people, okay? These are are idiots we're talking
1: about.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right? I could see why they may struggle.
1: (laughs) Like, you're saying, you're not even saying that the show is editing them, you're just saying they're dummies, like Elizabeth and Andre are dummies.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Brandon and Julia are dummies. If they couldn't read the room about what was going on when they had the interview, that's on them, okay?
1: Yeah, you should yes, know. The- <laughs> you, you, we vibe check every day in our everyday life. You got to be able to vibe check other people to know what, what the situation is.
2: Vibe check.
1: No, no, please continue.
2: Dab. <sighs> oh, my gosh. Did I tell you about apparently. So my sister texted me the other day. This is not relevant, but I'm going to tell the story anyway. My sister texted me the other day that said that Mom found this new boomer meme I guess that's going around and that her words not mine she said just talk to mom on the phone a little bit ago and apparently look there's some boomer meme going around where you add the word shit to anything and you sound like a gangster (laughs) (laughs) like I just made breakfast and shit I don't know how that was relevant, but it made me think of that. So okay, anyway. I'm seeing we it's a about?
1: template. It's a template.
2: It's a template? Yeah. Oh god. That's... It's a
1: meme template. Yeah.
2: What what in the Facebook is is this? Okay. Laughs,
1: <laughs>, 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 Laughs in Farmville. <laughs> exactly.
2: Poke. Poke. Okay. Olivia and Andre. And then there's the whole thing. Can you Okay. That wasn't even that funny. Okay. Can we settle the thing with the babysitter nanny conundrum of it all? First of all, babysitters and nannies are extremely Mm -hmm. expensive. So unless she's making more than it would cost to have the nanny, which I it sounds like she just needs it for short periods of time based on the fact that Jen suggested that she just do it while Andre is at work. Is that what you do? When I leave for work, you hire somebody to come over and clean?
1: with w- what financials no i do it myself with my i roll up my sleeves and i get busy not huh. the Sean paul song but like with work mhm mhm yeah but also i'm not slinging like i'm not doing a full-time job like she would be and, and also there's no baby here like i'm not well, that would never happen
2: mhm
1: Stop! Stop yeah. that! Stop with the hmms because mm-hmm. it implies that I'm lying, which is not nice.
2: <laughs> no, I believe. You. I can't believe. I mean, do you think she's going to do it? Nah, she's st- Libby is the somewhat sane one of the family. She she would tell I him. Think
1: she would tell him. I think the thing is ultimately with her. She wants to. I think the interview that they just did. She wants. She knows the importance of them both giving income into the family and that has got her a little bit spooked because she is recognizing, I don't think I'm going to be able to do this being at home full time and work stuff. So getting a nanny would help or a babysitter would help. But I think it's I think nannies and babysitters are two different things, right? Babysitter is someone who's going to come over while you go on a date night. But then nanny's more of a permanent setup, isn't it?
2: I mean, I think so. That's how I would define it.
1: nanny versus
2: babysitter we said the two people who don't have children the
1: survivor season we're waiting for
2: (laughs) nannies nannies versus babysitters versus I don't know what the third one would be I guess they're dropping that though right okay well then they should just she should just get a nanny for a couple hours of the day I mean I couldn't imagine trying to do my job and take care of a child that sounds exhausting
0: Hmm.
1: especially if yeah especially if you're again full-time employment no like right. you need like and i think there's no shame in having help to to do that you know i don't think there's any problem with it but then andre has this you know she does shade him here libby does andre has, uses the guise of it's my culture we don't believe in this and also gender roles which we know andre definitely subscribes to of No, this is like you should be able to do both. Like, that is not a thing that we need. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, I mean, obviously, if Andre comes at it with a financial argument of it's a lot of money where we need to save as much as we can, that is a whole different discussion than bringing up, well, no, this is not how we do it. Like, that's not a good enough argument in 2021, in my opinion.
2: You know, somewhat tangential, Andre's confidence, unearned confidence, might I add is so fascinating to watch. That's one it's thing awesome. that I like about them because mm-hmm. he's ju- he just barrels through the world thinking that he can do anything. The way that he, when he was talking with Libby, he just casually said, yeah, I'm going to do this and then your dad's going to give me $100,000. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you understood the terms of what Chuck said there, Andre, but I'm happy that you believe in yourself.
1: I love it. I love it. I mean, I've said it before. He'd be the type of guy who would end up um, streaming on Twitch once and be like, okay, it's it's done. I'm a partner now. It's like, no, you mm-hmm. need to go through the no, no. I'm affiliate now. It's done. I don't care. <laughs> I Like, just he expects things to go his way without doing right. anything or showing anything that would work towards it, and it's just fascinating to me.
2: Well, and then that's when you combine that confidence with his distaste for Charlie. That always mm-hmm. makes something great. I th- as much I, I hate Charlie so much, but I like when. Andre and Charlie get into it because they're just giant man children and I think that they're hilarious.
1: I hate Charlie. Like I also agree it's hilarious, but I hate Charlie.
2: Yeah, of course. Yeah. If anybody likes Charlie, that's
1: questionable. I mean, he has a wife. Someone does love him. He has a family that work with him. So
2: tolerate I think the
1: list ends there but
2: <laughs> tolerate because that whole mm-hmm. thing I mean clear look okay Chuck is in charge of this company right yes. so Easy technically duck. Charlie works for Chuck so mm-hmm. the in in the org chart of this organization Chuck needs to make it clear that Andre is either under Chuck or is under Charlie because Charlie seems to think that he's in control of Andre but clearly that's not the case
1: I think the other thing that is important to note is that this isn't like, oh, like, I got delegated this, now this is completely independently mine. No. It's all Chuck's. Your paychecks are signed by Chuck. Chuck can walk in and say and do whatever he wants and do whatever, like, delegate whatever he wants to do. But also this is, like, Charlie gets aroused at the idea that he gets to control Andre and what Andre does. He wants Andre to dance for him and do all the tasks the way he wants and do all the like manual labor that Charlie wouldn't want to do or would hire someone to do. Which,
2: <laughs> yeah, Libby shading Charlie was also great.
1: <laughs> I loved it. I loved her saying that. Yeah, she he's just envious of um, Andre getting more attention now, which mm-hmm. makes sense to me.
2: Right. And Andre got to smash up a kitchen, which
1: is pretty cool. Yeah. So perfect segue. I understand the demolition of the kitchen. Could he not have just pulled the fridge out? did he have to break <laughs> the fridge doors
2: that, that is the one thing that I did see Charlie's side of why did he have to smash the doors off was it too heavy and he couldn't move it but it's Andre of course But he, uh, maybe it's just for fun is there something specific no. about fridge demolition that I don't know
1: it was a billion percent for fun in my opinion I don't think there's any world where he does that for a logical reason it was like, oh, this will look cool on TV bam Right, yeah, so the left door's done. Bam, I mean, right door's done.
2: He just smashed and ripped those doors off like the Hulk.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, then this is where Charlie comes in and he says, You got to run and buy me, blah, blah, blah. Andre gets mad and storms off, which I'm proud of Andre for not getting in Charlie's face. I feel like previous Andre would have 1000% done mm-hmm. that. I'm very happy he doesn't do that. and I'm very happy he composed. I was about to compose himself. He didn't. He he stormed out angry, <laughs> he, but I'm he glad he didn't yeah, come to blows.
2: Exactly. He removed himself from the situation. See, yes. just like Andre, sometimes when you're feeling emotional and you don't think you can have a productive conversation, you storm out of the room and angrily speed away in your truck. Are
1: you shading me right now?
2: No, I'm just doing a callback. Although, oh, the other thing that I have about them, they have a snitch for a neighbor. <laughs> because what charlie yeah. got a call from the neighbor oh somebody's inside your house destroying it
1: what you know one billion percent charlie asked this neighbor to snitch for him you no, know 10% he did no this.
2: no that neighbor is called production <laughs>
1: <laughs> a neighbor called production a
2: neighbor oh that's a new uh i think i've heard of that yeah
1: yeah so it's the sequel now, to a streetcar
2: named desire
1: well done. I'm very proud of you for that. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm very excited about the Elizabeth and Andre episode because for next week because it's going to be the the fight on the boat scene which we saw in the preview mm-hmm. for the season. So sign me up. I'm here for it. I'm here for Elizabeth being the one to snap at the family right. and not Andre. Same. So Same. very happy.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited.
1: 10 out of 10 would, would watch again.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Mike and Natalie, or should I say, Mikey, mommy and Natalie? Oh. Uh, <laughs> like, what in the Freudian shit is this? <laughs> like, this is Colt and Debbie nonsense. Get out of here, Mike. It's so it's so weird. It's so yeah, weird. B-
1: and big mom- smothered energy.
2: Oh, oh my god! The mom, she, she wasn't always this bad, was she?
1: Trish? No, Trish has become more of a demon now than she ever was.
2: I mean like some serious charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. She's just really I mean, so rude and Natalie is trying to engage like Mm -hmm. Natalie's trying to you know, oh let's let's let me do things and interact and put in effort. (laughs) Trish is just being a real butthole.
1: There is not one person in the Mike and Natalie universe that has a redeeming quality about them. And the more we see any of them, the worse they all get as a collective. So let's talk about the, let's like dive into their story more. Um, Trish keeps harping at this. Shouldn't, couldn't you do interpretive work? Isn't there a lot of money there during COVID? Like you're pushing this. Has she spoken a desire to work right now? Yes or no? That's one. Two, she clearly has an idea, whether you subscribe to it or not. That's a belief she has. She has to try it to fail or succeed before she decides to move on from it. Um, Three, it's none of your business. Four, it's none of your business. Five, um, it's none of your business. Why is this important to you?
2: Also, it's incredibly insulting to those who work in the translation industry to make it seem like it's so easy. Oh, why don't you just do that? You're going to make a lot of money and it's super easy.
1: Yeah, I can tell you this, having had a friend who did this work, um, he worked with an embassy doing translation and helping people apply for visas and stuff. It was a lot of work. It is way more than send me the Word document and I'll translate it for you. There's a lot more that goes into it. When I wanted to translate one of my documents, Liana, for our um, applications or sorry, I think it was for my it was for my Canadian applications or my American applications. I had to translate a Persian document. A Farsi document and I found someone who they had to have they they had to you know they have to get a license to be approved to then be able to put letter not letterhead what's the word I'm looking for to like authenticate it
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: I forget what the term is it's going to bother me now but it is not just a oh I get to put up a website that says hey I now do translation work yes you'll get some people that will ask you for that but for the most part people want someone who can translate it and then um notarize it boom there we go that took me a second notarized to exactly so it's not as easy as she makes it seem it's not as yada yadaable as she makes it seem and i don't like that she uses the like trivializes the well you're trying to be like an actress in hollywood and that's just not likely so this is far more likely for you how do right. you know trish you're, you, right. Nothing that you're doing screams to me that you have knowledge in this field anyways.
2: Yeah, and just let it go. Just let it go. She said no. She says she wants to do what makes her happy. Just
0: just mm-hmm. let it go.
2: Did, did And also, this is not your place to to meddle. She's, they're oh, yeah. just so rude. And Mike is such a jerk. And I mean, don't get me wrong, Natalie is also delusional and a little bit batty, but like at least she's trying.
1: I hate all of them. I had all, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they all suck. Uh,
2: and Trish, I mean Trish, this episode especially the way that she the way that she speaks when she was talking with Mike, oh, where's your woman? And then mm-hmm. talking about Natalie, oh well, why wouldn't you just take care of your husband in your home? Uh, just a lot of con, a lot of talk that didn't make me happy. And the torture mm-hmm. devices with the na- exposed nail on the floor. Oh gosh. Ugh.
0: And how do you know when...
2: uh, Sorry. And how do you know when Natalie saw those horses that they were indeed horses? Because the whole, oh, horses, Trish, those are cows. Okay. You and your stupid haircut.
1: Yeah, so can we... Let me see. I'm quickly looking at my notes. Um, I did like the little confessional where Natalie is angry about this job conversation. Says she's not in it for the money. Then says, Yeah, she's like, I didn't move here to be with Mike for his money. If I was moving here for money, I'd be with someone else. Um, And then also in her confessional talking about, yeah, why don't you tell Johnny Depp that this isn't a career? Or (laughs) I don't know.
2: Another actor.
1: (laughs) Yeah. like Insert person here. Apparently it's just Johnny Depp or nobody.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He is the actor of Hollywood, I guess. Mm -hmm. That's a little outdated.
1: I know very much so well then so then they go and have the next bit of uh, important stuff here right which is they go to the as a family they go to the butcher shop to pick up the turkey now there is definitely foul play here and I'm not talking about um, outdated expired turkey what happened here that is a chicken (laughs) ma'am that is most definitely (laughs) not a turkey
2: i'm gonna be like angela i gotta get my gobble 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 gobble
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right okay so so butcher time and here's what's going on with the butchers all right it's butcher time Mm -hmm. and i think that there was foul play in that they did not tell natalie this was happening they didn't they simply didn't. They didn't describe to her where she's going. Like, if I was going to pick up a turkey, I'm assuming we're going into a supermarket, right? And a supermarket is big enough that if there's areas that I don't feel comfortable in, I can, like, browse and do my own thing. They went into straight up a butcher shop. And now, obviously, um, depending on the person, some people would be comfortable being in that environment, whether or not they consume meat. Some people will not be. Clearly, she's one of the people that is not comfortable with that. I feel like they did not disclose that. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. They villainized her for then leaving. Granted, she does leave in a bit of a dramatic fashion, um, but I don't think it's that big of a deal for both of you to gang up on her. I don't think it's good that Mike is pretty much like, no, I'm not going to go after her. I didn't do anything wrong. Like, I don't give a damn. Like you're about to eat the Turkey that you love. And then how cringy was it from Rick? Mommy, mommy, can I get the tomahawk steak? mommy? Uh... Like, You're 45! (laughs) What, mommy?
2: I just wrote you in my notes when that happened.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how old he is, but I was like, why are you asking permission to eat
2: tomahawks? Like, Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's in his his 30s, I think, for reference. But still, that's not not a thing that should be happening. I mean, look, even if you're just going to be... Basic human decency of if someone feels uncomfortable... That's their prerogative you mm-hmm. th- they're allowed to leave, and then you should just go oh are you are you doing okay, oh yeah, okay, you just want some mm-hmm. space, all right, I'm gonna go back inside, but you know I'll be out soon, right like that mm-hmm. How hard is that to not be a disrespectful jerk off? God, these guys are yeah. so mean, I hate them,
1: Mhm, again, I mean, I'm not a Natalie like defender because some of her actions and behaviors have not been good, but I recognize Natalie's conundrum. She is literally in an environment that is foreign to her. She is in a new country, new continent. Mm -hmm. She has nobody here. The only person she has to lean on to start is her husband, who quite frankly is, you know, a pile of doo-doo. So like, why, what does she have? What's redeeming for her about being here right now? She's miserable. She doesn't even have, she has nothing. So I hate it. I hate it for her. I really do. Um, And it makes me reflect on, I mean, the show as a general makes me reflect on my experience and I know how blessed I already am. It makes me feel more blessed every time I watch an episode because stuff like this, (sighs) like I would never experience this and I'm very grateful for that.
2: Yeah, because my family so for example, in reference when my family, you know, was learning about you. All of my family members were like, oh, "Okay, does he eat pork? We want to make sure that we don't have pork around." Like they're, mm-hmm. they want to be considerate of other people because they're normal human beings.
1: Yeah, and even my my partner doesn't um do like dickish stuff. So that's also yeah. Good.
2: I'm tr- I mean I'm tr- I'm trying I'm trying. <laughs>
1: Are you you say that like you're you've been you've been bad. You're not bad.
2: I don't know. I'm not bad. Okay, that's good. I'm just being concerned.
1: Remember the thing I said earlier about how I would in public not say I would agree with oh. you and then oh, literally. No. So once I hit stop recording, I'd, like, I'd be like, listen, so here are the things you do that are that are not good. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, of course. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh my
2: kidding. gosh. But anyway, I, gotcha. I mean ah, ha, 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 ha. That's my general feeling on them. I there was the one the, I don't I think there's much else to say. I mean, the one thing with Mike trying to defend his mom when him and Natalie were having that conversation outside and she was eating apples and I thought that he called her an old man, but he was actually talking about the dog <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> he was like, all right, go outside, old man. And I thought he was talking to Natalie and I was like, all right, that's mm-hmm. so, so freaking rude. But the whole defense of the mom, I mean, Mike just saying, oh, she's just concerned. She's just being concerned. Like, no, she's, she's not. She's just being a jerk. She's had too much butter and she just needs to stop.
1: Yeah, no. And and you know, Mike has this big delusion that keeps coming up in little segments here and there where he says his mom is just cautious and concerned for her son and does not have a hate to Natalie. That is BS that's complete mm-hmm. bs she is cautious and concerned about her son and hates natalie it's both okay it's right. 100% yeah. both and it's overly cautious it's not even like a healthy cautious in my opinion so yeah, I, I don't love that and like yeah. the thing is we know there's malice there because not only was there no disclosure of hey we're going to a butcher's when mike asked her hey when before they went there are you going to have anything prepared that's like vegetarian for her she said no i'm not So, like, she's shady. And then when she Mm -hmm. when Natalie asked what food is there, she was like, we have turkey, we have a shrimp salad. And I think we were told she could eat fish. But even then, I'm like, you could have just made it a salad. Like, that is not a big deal. So, I I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Trish is bad. Um, Natalie has a right to be worried about being there with Trish. I'm glad she's making the effort of being there. Um, It's incredibly frustrating to me. That I am picking a side here. I would like to hate both equally, but the Mike side's really making it hard for me to not have sympathy for Natalie here. Really hard, right?
2: In 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 this moment, yes. Yeah,
1: yeah that's how I feel. Yeah, it's like every other episode. I'm like, yeah, end with both of you, but then here I just feel like she's a defenseless receiver. Like she's mm-hmm. getting ganged up on by Mike and his mommy. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: don't love that. Okay.
2: Ugh, don't love All that right. don't, don't love do
1: that. not love comma that
2: or, <laughs> and on that colon, positive that. note
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that brings us to the end of the couples, right? Did we miss anybody? I don't think and we did.
2: No, Jovi and Yara, this episode.
1: yeah, so they're going to be coming in back in the next episode, and it's going to be talking about how last time I was away for a month, uh I was supposed to be for a month, it was four months. Now, this time, I don't know what's going to happen. We're just going to have to deal with it. I hate Jovi End the discussion. We move on. Um, And then we've already talked about every other person's next time on. Um, Actually, Mike and Natalie are going to have a fight next episode where she's going to say, why did your mom call me a hooker? So that's the thing that's going to be happening.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's definitely worse than being. Is that worse than being called an old man? I don't know. I guess it depends on your personal perspective.
1: I would yeah depending potentially I and mean I would argue it is but
2: if, you know. if she's a pro wait what did it a hooker is that what he called her mm-hmm. or she called him okay well yeah. uh, do based you on wa- the
1: insinuations Trish, and the stigma that people put on her do
2: you her? want her to work or not get it together okay
1: yo it, do you, you think Trisha's retirement fund is in all the piggy banks around her house like do you oh think they're gosh. empty piggy banks or not
2: <laughs> I don't I, I don't know I, I don't know that whole thing with the piggy banks where Natalie was oh why do you collect piggy banks and then the mom has just a super defensive oh it's what I like or how did you end up whatever anyway ugh, just so frustrating
1: <laughs> yeah let's not well here's the beauty of it folks if you're like wait wait Pia, let Liana go in on her Leona will be back next week to talk about this episode, oh, the next yeah. episode once more so, Liana's going to be giving her takes for one more week at the very least. So, stay Go tuned for that. It's very fun, Liana. I uh, I this co- was a lovely episode.
2: <laughs> I totally forgot.
1: Yeah, well, you signed uh. on for two episodes. Yes.
2: Okay, well, great. Well, I had, look, I had a great time today and I'm looking forward to coming back next week and going through on the whole hooker conversation of it all.
1: Lovely, lovely stuff. Very excited about that. Well, Liana, until next week. Where can people find you? What do you have going on?
2: Yes, so you can follow me on Twitter at Liana R-H-A-P I, well well, we just wrapped up the Mass Singer you and I talking about the finale podcast or the finale episode which just dropped Mm -hmm. True and then in a very short time just a few days I am going to be recording the Lego Masters season 2 premiere podcast with my very own lovely Lego expert sister Marisa so you can look out for that in the reality TV or hop ups feed and Drag Race All-Star 6 is coming back at some point we'll do preview yada 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 and then we'll be covering that as well
1: don't you step on it
2: uh, the Legos Aha, I gotcha yes. yes oh and we did, um, we did the Survivor podcast the survivor uh, south africa with mike and shannon that was really fun
1: yes on the road to survivor south africa premiering june 3rd Liana and i got together with mike and shannon for a very very fun and games heavy podcast so definitely even if you've not been uh checking out stuff on survivor south africa that would be a good quick uh intake before the season starts we talk a little bit about everybody and so on so that'll be good give that a check uh mass singer Liana mentioned we already finished it it was a good time um if you are a Weird Al fan, I am sorry for what I say about Weird Al in that podcast. Uh definitely some of us bigger fans than others based on the context there. Liana, did you plug your socials or did I miss? Yeah, that? I did.
2: I I'm, I'm okay. good.
1: Yeah, it's at Liana R H A P on That's Twitter me. and it's twitch.tv slash Liana Ism on Twitch. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yep. Yep. Boom.
0: Boom.
1: Um so you can find me on Twitter at Puya on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. And I will be streaming there three, four times a week. I'm actually, the month of June, it's every day because I'm celebrating my one-year anniversary of streaming. So definitely come check that out. Say hello. Hang out. It's cool. I appreciate you coming there. Also, one more thing um, about this podcast. If you would like to leave a rating and review, that would be greatly appreciated. We've had some amazing reviews come out the gate. um, And um, I would appreciate more. If you have if you the stuff you want to say about how we're doing here, it helps us be found and it helps us know what do you think about us? You can do that over on website.com slash 90 day fiance. That's the number nine, the number zero day fiance. Thank you for that. Um, I don't think I have any other podcasts of my own to plug. That is incorrect because I also will be talking about the friends reunion with our very own Shannon, Shannon Gus, that is. So definitely that'll be coming through. Um, I believe that is a patron show for the post show recaps um, podcast. So that is where you could find that. And now Liana, I'm no Rob, right? We all know this, but with Rob's absence, I got to talk about the stuff that Rob's done and stuff that Rob is not going to be able to do. That's right. It's plug o'clock. Are you ready for plug o'clock?
2: Tick tock. It's plug o'clock.
1: Nice. Okay. So first on the docket, Rob talked about the 20th best season of survivor. That's right. It was the Australian outback. And, um, Listen to that one it was with Rob Chappelle and Amy Chan, and they did a phenomenal job. Good times all around. Rob, however, will be missing the next one, which is the 19th best season. 19th best, Leana, Survivor Cook Islands. Okay.
2: Ooh, okay.
1: Yeah. And um, Taryn will be taking over for Rob and will be joined by the amazing tag team of the Wrestling Up Podcast co-host in Mari Forth and Matt Scott. So that'll be a fun one as well. That'll be coming up. And uh that wasn't the end of Rob's content for this past week. Rob also did another one, another one, as DJ Khaled would put. Um, Rob did Twish Ultimate Trivia with the birthday boy, Jordan Jaunty T. Kalish, aka Seeds Baby Kalish. It's his birthday today, Sunday, when we're recording this to date it. Um, but Rob Jordan, Grace Leader, Aaron Robertson, and Brian Scally, the three opponents, went head to head in a ultimate trivia of Twish. Fun times that we check that out. And then for the RHAP Rewind, Rob was not there, but Chappelle brought in some big guns. They talked about Solitary, and it was with Taryn and Mari who took over for the Rewind, which was a fun time. Now, we're about to embark onto a new month in the year. Summer is here. Summer is going to be lovely. And what better time to become a patron than the start of a month? Um, it is honestly the best time to get in because you get everything, all the benefits of that month. Um, there are weekly events that happen, patron stuff that happens. I'll, I can tell you this. Spoiler alert! Uh, next, this week's patron event, this upcoming week is going to be Patron Mafia, which I host and Jordan hosts as well. Me and Jordan Kalish put it together. Rob plays Mafia with the patrons. Always a good time. This past week. Was a karaoke night in our Discord, which was run by hosted by Jenny and Phil and Rob Stead. So we have a lot of fun as patrons. So come join us. You can find more information about that on Rob slash uh, patron. And that's where you can get that. And then as far as the social medias go, it's at Rob has a podcast on Twitter and at RHAP Grams on IG, also known as Instagram. Leon, did I do a good job?
2: You did a great job. And I'm very proud of you
1: thank you thank you i appreciate that i'm gonna miss ringing this bell but we'll be back next week to do it all over again episode seven me and dr 90 day That's liana <laughs> boris <laughs> get it right folks come on now i don't know who that guy was that you in the beginning it was quite rude of him quite frankly um <laughs> but until it. next time take care stay hydrated if you want to have a tomahawk steak do you if you want to have apples do you but most importantly have fun all right
3: Support for this podcast comes from our friends over at Geico. Do you own to rent your home? Sure you do, and it's hard work, but you know it's easy bundling with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. It's a good thing too. you're busy enough, go to geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today.